Who should we take with us? Who's he? He's Billy the Kid. He's famous, dude. Let's back him. I need two men. Who's with me? We're with you, Billy the Kid. Here's the deal. Would I win, I keep. Would you win, I keep. Sounds good, Mr. The Kid. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire. And I'm Ted... And I'm Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah! Welcome to Bill and Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on through the most triumphant film, one Mr. the Kid minute at a time. Uh, most triumphant film being Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which I skipped right over. I'm your host, John S. Brig Esquire. Uh, I'm Rocky Theodore Logan, with you as always. And uh, Rodriguez the Royal Ugly Dude. I-, I liked Mr. the Kid. Much better. Much yeah. better. Mr. the Kid's great. Uh, I wasn't working on that for a while from last week. Uh, yeah, there was, was a couple hours in that one. I was, you had to formulate my slogans. Much, Duke, better, much better than the, the Dukey or whatever it was he did last week. Yeah, time. the one diarrhea fart at a time yeah, or something. Yeah, that's, yeah that's so crass. I think that was an edit, too. I think I, I ninja edited that one. <laughs> uh, Duke Kennett, 29. He's famous, dude. And I believe that uh, Bill, uh, Billy the Kid would think dude is an insult. It is an Old West slur, slur for a study right. slicker. That's where it comes from, yeah. yeah. They didn't yeah. like it. And uh, the show Everyone Loves to Hate Deadwood. Uh, yeah, like they call, they slur dude. They say dude, oh, this dude from New York. I, I wouldn't know. I this dude I from there. Past, I can't get past. I can't get past. I believe Wild Bill might say I hate, I ain't no dude or something like that at one point. Uh, movie begin or the minute begins with Bill and Ted at clinking bottles and ends with a dirty hands doing an awful job at shuffling cards. It's not a fancy trick, yeah. and the cards do not change yeah. order. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, this was obviously the pre-poker room, because anybody can just, it's not even a bridge. I mean, it's not even like doing a bridge of a shovel. It's just flipping them down, and it's supposed to, like, wow, look at those cards. <laughs> and so, yeah, why does Billy need two huckleberries to... To go play poker and just take their money from them? Yeah, and what, so what are Bill and Ted, so he's staking them? Because they have no money. I would guess that's it. He's going to stake them, and he's going to say... He's going to stake them, and he thinks these two idiots are going to win money for him? They're going to lose all the money he gave them. He's looking for two men. You know, wait, yeah. At first, when he says that, they volunteer. You don't know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> they volunteer blindly. This could have been a much different story. But <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's going to give them $30 in silver or something, and uh, they're going to they're gonna win money and give it to him? I mean, well, he's giving... Obviously, he gives them... Well, we don't know yet, but he might be dealing from the bottom of the deck, if you know what I mean. So Would that's... Is the kid a known card hustler? Next minute, he tries to hustle cards. So, and spoiler alert, that does happen. Uh, they do say Mr. The Kid in unison, which is pretty cool. More yeah. evidence they share one brain. Uh, yeah. Like, that's not a, that's not like the, the next line I would expect anyone in the world to say, but they know that each other would say it. Nobody it's, it's, would. It's funny too, Billy the Kid, Mr. The Kid. Like, it's his last name. They think it's Thicked, T H E K I D, like one word. Yeah, it's much better than calling him Mr. Bonnie. I'm surprised they didn't say, like, in the previous session, let's go get Billy Thicked. That would be that would be another fruit uh, yeah. beef oven so so crates move. There you go. All right. So the actor, we got a new actor, big star of the movie, Dan Shore. Huge star. Dan, Dan Shore. Shore yep. Dan Shore. And initially, as soon as this started, I was calling bullshit because I'm like Billy Kid died when he was 21 years old. So hence the kid. 
in 1881, I think it was when he died. And I'm like, this guy's 30 years old as he walks in here. He's a He's not. Well, Daniel, he's not. is Daniel Negreanu still kid poker? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, but but Billy the Kid, like he's, I was like, wow, Billy the Kid's gonna be—he's younger than Missy at this point. Like Missy's twenty-one, he's supposed to be twenty in nine and seventy-nine. Uh, he's lived a hard life. Okay, but I I thought bullshit. There's this guy's 30, 30 years old. Not. He's 21 years old, Dan Shore. He's born in fifty-six. He's only twenty-one. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He's born. Dan Shore. People looked older back then, man. What is it? November 16th. I'm Dan Shore. I'm Dan Shore. 1956. Shit, he's born in 78. (laughs) It's the same age as you. Who is? Years active. Never mind. He was not born in 78. I was going to say he's 10 years old. (laughs) Uh, Wait, he's born in 56. He is 30 years old. I'm sorry. 56. He's He's 31. 31 when they film, probably. Maybe 32. 30, 31 when they film. Yeah. So, yeah, it is bullshit. He's old. All right, good. Because if he was 21, I'd be like, because yeah. Keanu and Bill are like 18, 19, right? We figured that out. We, no, they're yeah. like 20, early 20s or something. We figured Keanu is. I don't know, I don't know that we ever figured that out. <laughs> We're going to say it is. Yeah, they're definitely younger. And Billy the Kid, yeah. Billy the Kid should look like that. Yeah, absolutely. Right, what was his height? Like, did, uh, well, well, let's talk about Dan Shore. Then we'll get to Billy the Kid. All right. Well, how tall is Dan Shore then? <laughs> He does look like an 80s guy. His IMDb picture is, I'm in the 80s. But he's, uh, he's too old to be the kid. Chachi is my contemporary. I am in the 80s. He, he looks more like uh, his friend, uh, Ch- Chachi's friend on Charles in Charge, Willie, Willie Ames, maybe. You know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. He could be that guy. Didn't he get in trouble for something? I don't know. He looks like the kind of guy. I think he was an 80s enough as a little kid. Yeah, he was like his... He was definitely thrown around Hollywood. Uh, he's one of those. He's probably in the Corey Feldman class of I was sexually assaulted in Hollywood. I don't know if it was that or something else going on in that Charles and Charge stuff. I remember writing a certain number about it at one point, but I don't remember the specifics, so we'll leave it out. What is the height? Are that on the uh, height? Uh, he's not famous yeah, enough to have his you're, height. Is there actors fucking with their height down if they're not if they're not over well, four, six foot? Come uh, on. He's shorter than Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, exactly. Alex Winter is probably like five eight. He's, he's his name is Dan Shore. He was born in New, and he was born in New York City. I'm guessing he's not tall. Oh, you're saying, what are you saying? He's Jewish? Is no. What, what are you saying? He's short. He doesn't look Jewish. Yeah, sure. That's. He doesn't look like yeah, a typical New York Jew guy. Howard oh, Stewart's a Jewish, Jewish person. Oh, let's back that out. Howard Stewart outs himself as Jewish. Like as soon as he opens his mouth, though, like he's, he definitely seems like a Jewish guy. They all doing slight Woody Allen impressions over there in New York. He does this. He does a little bit of a Woody Allen. Like every like, I think it's old Howard kind of did. Like, like yeah, like the, um, the neurotic Jewish persona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Larry David yeah. mold of yeah Richard Lewis or something. Yeah, they're both in that same mold. Yeah. I worry about everything. Everything is crazy. Oh my God, um, how do I ever live through the life? I'm always worried about dying. That that whole thing. Not, yeah. not quite more, sure. more, more yeah. Little more on stereotype <laughs> minute next <laughs> next week. Uh, so what do you got on his IMDb record? We got uh we got Tron. Tron. Yo, I thought it was a small role because it's, he's credited as Ram slash pop, popcorn coworker, but it turns out like it was a big role. Like he was a big guy in Tron. Like, right, and, they, and big enough that they brought him back for this short film in 2011. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, and like, yeah, he's definitely he's going to conventions and I, talking about Tron for at least a couple of years. And I don't. I remember Tron. Because there was the this was supposed to be the he thing. worked that he was a software guy or something and he got sucked into the computer. The computer game. So there must have been he must have been like working at the office, but he was also in the computer version the, too. There was the game Tron, which was supposed to be really great for Atari, I think it was at that time. 
and there was the movie, and both of them. I've never really seen it. Oh, I've seen no. it, but not the red and the blue guy racing. Do do do. Yeah, to watch it and couldn't make it. Oh uh, yeah, it's it, oh my yeah. god! And, but as a kid, I watched it again. Jeff Daniels. No, oh, no, Jeff. That was the reboot. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Oh, different Jeff. I yeah. mix them two up all the time. One's the Big Lebowski, and the other, who's Jeff Bridges then? That's the big Lebowski. Uh, who's Jeff Daniels? He's, he's Harry. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay. <laughs> Newsroom. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in a Woody Allen movie, a good one, with the, was it the, uh, the Toast of the Scorpion. I got your Danny Rose in my queue. I'm going to watch it at some point. Um, Blue and the Gray jumps out. I thought it was the one with the... Uh, he's in Blue and the Gray? Min- TV miniseries, yeah. I love that miniseries. That's, I watched that with my grandmother back in the day. Like, every... every It was like, yeah, it was one like... It was, I, I used to love... It seemed like you have a big part in this. I used to love the TV miniseries back in the day. It was a good one. Absolutely. Like uh, the whole, War and Remembrance. Like the whole day would do them... Uh, I think V was an original like TV. V was a miniseries. Absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah. Miniseries events. Like, I remember Roots. waiting for those and... Roots is a little older. There's a Roots two and like a Roots, but the like, next yeah, generation. Blue the, but Blue and the Gray, V, these were like mini series that I enjoyed. There was another big Civil War one around the time, and it's with Patrick Swayze, and that's where he became famous. But this one, all right, I mentioned, I specifically pulled out this one because previously mentioned your boy Rip Torn plays General Grant in that. Oh really? Yeah. Rip I mean, there's only one Rip Torn. It's it's <laughs> it's like 50s and 60s actors jam packed in this this movie. Like Stacy Keach is the star. The uh, Julia Duffy you'd recognize if you saw. I think get both of them together. Yeah, I think Julia Duffy and Stacy Keach in the same room. I don't know, man. Just fuck. You'd recognize Julia Duffy. She was in the the blonde and new heart. And she, yeah, she's in a bunch of cheers, I think. I mean, well, we're just going to skip past Lloyd that. Bridges is we're, in that, we're too. We're not going to mention Gary Shandling, then, as part of that other class of New York City. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're uh, going to mention Rip Torn and Arthur. Like, that's that's Rip Torn to me. But rest yeah. in pizza, Gary Shandling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, otherwise, he's a regular on Cadney and Lacey. Who, Rip Torn? No. <laughs> Billy the Kid, Dan Shore. Dan Shore. I remember Cagney and Lacey. I don't remember uh, Rip Torn. Then. I don't remember Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, other than that, really not much. Like, I watched it. I used to. I watched Rick Cagney. Beauty and the Beast, the TV show. Uh, what was the, what oh, was the last thing that? he did? The last thing he did is recent. Was he the Beast in Beauty and the Beast? The was not. No, the that beast. was Ron Perlman. He's no, he's way in one. Looking to be the Beast. Yeah, he's one episode in. Yeah. Um. Uh, my most memorable is Star Trek: The Next Generation. Here we go, here we go, folks. Leaves the smiles yeah. crossing the board. <laughs> he plays a Ferengi. Do you know the Ferengi at all? You know the Ferengi if you watch Next Gen. I watch Next Gen. They're like the capitalist anti, like the yeah, anti-capitalist okay, yeah. types. They're like the greedy businessmen. Yeah, I may have mentioned this before. I tried to be so anti-Next Gen because I was an ardent. Just like I couldn't believe they were doing it on the Star Trek, and it God forbid, a, and it wasn't Kirk. You say like track? Did you do that on purpose? Track? You said track? I, I feel like that's a slur. Like I don't know the show. I call it Star Trek. What's the difference between that and Star Wars? I don't know. I know. Maybe I just called it Star Trek as a kid. All right. You're saying track? I okay. I, I realize that, and I'm not trying to. And it's not a slur. I just probably maybe called it that as a child. But my world does not revolve, although I, I've been on the record many a time, I will take Star Trek any day over Star Wars. So he plays a Ferengi, evil Ferengi uh, doctor, Dr. Arador, in a Next Gen episode, The Price. Lord Lloyd. Early, early seasons, Jen, I think it was, too. I don't remember. Uh, it's 1989, so yeah, it's in the first three, two years, two, three, three seasons. I, maybe season three, I'm not 100%. But uh, so there's this wormhole, right? 
Can have, is a wormhole in Star Trek? There's not many wormholes in Star Trek. DS9 is, revolves around a wormhole, but nevertheless. Um, so there's this wormhole, and it, it's thought to be the most first stable wormhole found in the universe. Or in the galaxy, I should say. So the, the people that own it are about trying to sell it. And they said try to sell it to the Ferengi. Right, so they go through the wormhole and they end up in from the Alpha Quadrant go to the Delta Quadrant, which is like a seventy-year journey away. So that's obviously a great shortcut to own, right? You can go set, yeah, seventy jump, years. In seventy years at warp nine, like that's not seventy light years. It's fucking far as shit. It takes what Voyager seventy years to get back from there. So how quick do you think you would be? If you were back in the old west talking like this, how quick until you get He's shot? Dead, oh yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Mister the kid is going to bullet his head. <laughs> well, Doc Brown in Back to the Future Three talks about like Earth yeah. to the Moon and stuff like that. <laughs> so anyway, the wormhole turns out not to be stable, so it's not worth shit. But these Ferengi get stuck in the Delta Quadrant. So oh. Voyager is all about the Delta Quadrant. They get stranded in the Delta Quadrant and they have to find their way home. Seventy years at warp nine. And they run into these Ferengi again that got stranded in the, in the Delta Quadrant. So his, his arc of the character is seven years long between episodes in Star Trek. And between shows. Between two shows, yeah. The Ferengi land on a planet. And he actually did this? Yeah, the Ferengi land on a planet that was yeah, like. Again, my. I, I, that was like uh, in, in medieval times, and they fleece all the people there, and then Voyager crew settles it straight. I, I, begrud- I begrudgingly liked, only because it was probably, it was on every day after school, a next gen guy. Voyager's good. And Q, I like them all. And the Q character that I mentioned before kind of sucked me in, and then we got through. But let's talk about our movie. We're done with uh, Star Trek podcast and 70 year voyages. These guys are making 100 year voyages. Here into the you got anything else on uh, Johnny Shore or Dan Shore before we wrap in? I mean, I think we wrap up, wrap up, up yeah, wrap in. He's, he's, he's 10 years too old for the role, and he's not a kid. He was in Air Force One. Yeah, he was a, a, an aide or something. Yeah, I don't know. Airport security? I have no idea what he was. Yeah, that was Notre, Notre Dame made. There you go, Notre Dame. Yeah. He's fine Irish. It looked like to me like he started out like he's more a theater guy. Like he, uh, he's definitely what, got a theater look or aspect. To yeah, him. and he was he, he he moved to Barbados or something, and then moved back and started a theater. Like I think he's doing all right. Like he's a professional actor, at least off stage or off the off the silver Why don't we screen. Talk a little bit about Billy the Kid, Mister the Kid, or B- BTK, BTK, or also known as maybe you know my his real name. A lot of people say his his real name is William H Bonnie. Which they actually use. We're going to get. All right, all right, let me stop real quick. One more loop back on Daniel Shore. Dan Shore. Uh, he was in Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's oh, Court. We talked about this before. Yeah, which is like pretty much this movie. Really? Yeah, yeah, where they end up in King Arthur's Court. Uh, not so much, not but this yeah. movie, but a Connecticut Yankee. It's a time traveler. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Done by Mark Twain, and it's a great, it's a great book. It's a great piece of satire. It's it's incredible. Uh, and also, yeah, as Mark Twain is in a two episode arc of Star Trek, where he mentions a King Arthur, Caden King Arthur's Court, because he goes to the future and travels on a on he's on the Enterprise at one point. Mark Twain. Which 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 generation? Next gen. He's Mark Twain's on next gen. Yep. I don't quite. A bad Mark Twain, Mark Twain imitator, and it's not the the famous guy who does it. The guy who was on designing women or whatever that guy. <laughs> designing women. That's the other. Cagney and Lacey and designing women on this podcast, gentlemen, along with Next Generation and Deep Space Nine and Voyager. We've hit them all. We've hit them far. My mom forced me to watch Designing Women, and I like. I didn't mind the show at all. I was always attracted to Delta Burke, even when she was fatter. So I liked her. I mean, she, I mean, we've already her. we've already talked about your prolificities for women, and if old men in the building aren't cut off, I'm sure Delta, Delta Burke certainly makes. The I, you know, I finally uh, <laughs> spotted eyes on the girl that lives across the hall to the right. 
She's cute. She's did like you, thirty something, and now you know you can look at her like people. attractive level where I have a shot. Did you lock eyes? I I think I was wearing headphones and I winked or nodded at her. I, no, I probably didn't I, wink. I, I, I didn't I wink. I, I didn't wink. I nodded. I nodded. But now you know you can look at her people. <laughs> yeah, actually, shit, he's right, dude. You can look in this people, and I saw like <laughs> you can see right in the apartment. <laughs> I don't think she's ever there, so she probably yeah, lives at her boyfriend's house. Cop, you know, there's gonna be a cover over yeah. people. <laughs> She either travels a lot or uh, lives with a boyfriend because she's not there a lot. Like when they put papers in her door, she, it's there for three days more, I think. But I knew it was a girl. Because she's a junkie. She, I knew it was a girl. Yeah, eh, she, she didn't look like a junkie. Um, she, I knew it was a girl because she put like Happy Halloween on her door. No man does that. No, like it says, like a little specific thing to hang on her door for Halloween. A specific I like thing. I like people that She decorates it for Christmas. Right. Like, yeah, Thanksgiving, she had like a turkey thing up. I no enjoy, men do that. I enjoy that. Yeah, but you don't buy that stuff. No, I just enjoy that. I liked it as a kid when my mom did it, and I like it now that my wife does it for me. And but would you go out to the yeah. store to specifically buy a Halloween? No, and I would never do Exactly. It. I enjoy the fact that somebody does it for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have hearts and little stuff around that. I will never buy a, a wreath. Valentine's Day is a minimalist holiday, but we have that stuff up there. I would never buy a wreath, okay? Like, yeah. I, I, that might be the extent. I maybe would buy a wreath and, like, if I live by myself and put it on my door or something, I maybe could see myself. Like, if I'm walking out of a, the grocery store or the drugstore one day and they have it out there, I might do it. My dad's biggest artistic accomplishment was uh, in our neighborhood, we had the big hearth, yeah. right? With, and it was all brick there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would... Uh, Cut fresh, cut a fresh tree, yeah. make yeah. his own wreath. He had like a wooden Rub, thing, light it up, candles in there and shit. And like when my aunt and uncle came over, they were like, they were always, the always like, we what, back what a great presentation. I think his greatest accomplishment was creating that uh, bunker in your backyard. Oh, yeah. He did create a golf bunker, specifically yeah. built that. We moved sod in and he had like a bunker in the backyard that he would yeah. practice out of. Yeah. The golf, yeah. So he shoot sand shots out of it. And he kept fresh sand in there and everything. Yeah. Did cats shit in it? Uh, we had a cat, but it didn't shit in there. I don't We're think so. Straight cats, honey. I don't know. I never really saw many straight cats in my neighborhood. Somebody always adopted them or something. Yeah. yeah. We were very giving people. Mary used to have tons of straight cats. There's straight cats in this in this far complex. At my office, people feed them. There's straight My new development, there's straight cats, and the kids are like, oh, let's feed them. I'm like, you're crazy. No, they're around here enough as it was. And it was cold. They're like, we should bring them in. I'm like, you don't, don't bring them no. in. <laughs> you don't have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old daughter that look at these cats walking around outside. Yeah. And think, yeah. I'm pretty sure a neighbor of ours uh, adopted one of the stray cats and kept them. In their house? Yeah. I will never let a cat. I they, they, they had cats named Luke and Leah, and I'm pretty sure one of them was one I, of the very mean stray cats. Is that how you pronounce Leah? Leah? Leah, Leah. You know. Well, no, it's a it's like Han versus Han. Yeah. You, know, you never know. Han. Or Falcon versus Falcon. What do you say? Falcon? Yeah. Well, it's a Millennium Falcon is the name. That's what they say in the movies, but yeah. it is spelled Falcon. It's a Falcon. Yeah. yeah all right. hey, wait. Um, what are we talking about? Luke and Leia. Yeah. From uh, Days of Our Lives. What are we talking about? Pound Star Wars. Are we talking about the Great Family History? Pound, Pound, Pound Disney. Disney. Yeah. Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. William H. Bonnie, Henry McCarty. Born 1859, died 1881. Two years after our heroes meet him as a 30-year-old. And, uh, so they dump him, at the end of the movie they dump him off and then he gets killed a year later yeah so you didn't learn anything well it depends it depends on your history of Billy the Kid now here because uh, Billy the Kid oh, as we uh, one of the two most famous I would say cowboys of all time you got Billy the Kid and you got Jesse James Wyatt Earp 3 again Wyatt Earp's a lawman he's not really a cowboy Wild Bill Hickok 
the biggest thing I know for Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Pecos Earp, Bill. Who's that? Is that like a legend? Like John Bunyan or something? joined Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday was a cowboy. Wyatt Earp fought cowboys and killed them. Where'd he get his doctorate, you think? Johns Hopkins? Hopkins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, Billy the Kid killed eight men by the time he was 21 years old. <laughs> and if you know the movie, we talked about it already before, if you know Young Guns, it's pretty much based upon the story, his actual story of Billy the Kid. There was a Regulators... There was a Tunstall. There was a man that was killed. There was a Lincoln County War. Uh, but was there a Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah, there was. Okay. It, there was a a character like that Chavez that was a regulator. Like that he spoke fluent uh, Spanish, Billy Kid. Billy Kid did. Well, he lived in New Mexico. I mean, so uh, do you think he ever ran across Lucky Day, Dusty Bottoms, or Ned Nederlander? I know he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he certainly did. Uh, there's one big famous picture. Needle knows Ned. <laughs> uh, he. So the story, quick, quick rundown. The kid, the kid. I don't even know that reference. Yeah, you had to show me that was a Three Amigos reference. Yeah. <laughs> the kid. It sounds like a fake name Fletch would give. Niederlander. Yeah. The kid gets arrested by Pat Garrity, who he may or may not have known as a younger vert, like as a younger child, all that stuff before Garrity. There was a lot of transferring from cowboy to lawman, lawman to cowboy type of stuff going on. And he's in, he's in a, he's in a jail cell. He waits until one day two men are guarding him. One man leaves to go do something. He kills the one guard watching him. The other guard comes back, kills him. He escapes. And now the legend of Billy the Kid becomes up there fighting. Again, the legend is based upon him fighting a corrupt government. You know, he killed these people because I like it. Yeah. it was a corrupt government, a corrupt lawman encircling the town. Yeah, all these frontier like, states were like the absolute exactly, most corrupt governments that's ever. Right. And so he is, he kills these guys, but he's killing, he's fighting, he's fighting against the corrupt system that's being established out there. Runs away. Eventually, he's in New Mexico, and Pat Garrity finds him and shoots him in the back and kills him. That's the official story. But then in the 1940s, there's been uh, after that, tons of people always came out and said they were the real Billy the Kid. Nobody ever saw his body. Nobody ever saw anything. If you go to the little town in New Mexico, there's a little grave site in, with a cage around it because people used to come and desecrate it where you can say this is the official Billy the Kid uh, tombstone and grave site. But in the 1940s, a credible guy came from us, wild or Brushy Bill, living in Texas, came back and said he had been living in, he claimed he was Billy the Kid. He went to the governor, the current day governor of New Mexico, asking for a pardon to come out and tell his true story. He wasn't granted it. He, he actually died of a stroke later. But now this town of Hicks, Texas, I believe it is, claims that... Hicks, Texas, really? I what? think it's called... H-I-X? H-I-C-K-S. Wow. I believe that's... No, yeah, I believe you, man. I, the reason to make that up, that's a little too on the nose if you ask me. Uh... Said he was it, and that uh, he died in the 1940s. Yeah, I don't know, man. I saw that was kind of bullshit. Some, some, uh, exhumed his grave, and I don't know. But how, how do they know shit? They don't know anything. Yeah, but it just—it's a story that lived on to well, like we know people are still alive from the 1940s. Like you know, he's only like still. You get the young guns too treats it as truth because it is Emilio Estevez in old man makeup. makeup so yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Unless they expect to believe that's a different character, I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, Billy the Kid, one of the. I mean, he's a the great story guy. that I like. Well, for yeah, you know, speaking of breaking out of prison, you know, in Germany it's legal to break out of prison. They consider it like every human's goal, and yeah. and so if you break out, you're out. I think they can still arrest you as a fugitive, but like you're well, not going to get out of a concentration camp. Were you allowed to do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I don't think there was much rule of law going on back then. But, um, so what's it called? Uh, if you break out, like, they still nail you as a fugitive, but they won't tack on extra years for breaking out. I believe that's true. So, as a two, 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 today I learned on Reddit at least a couple times, and I've definitely seen it this Reddit week. Reddit on Reddit, that's fact. Reddit on Reddit. The Billy the Kid story I like is um, there's one where there's a legendary gunfight, 1880. Uh, he, he knew this guy was going to try to take a shot at him later, so he's like, oh, nice pistol. Let me take a look at it. Spun his chamber, so the next one would be blank. This was in the movie, right? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but it was a true story, according to whatever, something I read. I don't remember. Yeah, it was in the movie. The guy came Well, because they always keep it. He was a one-and-man. He was a one and man. He knew the guy was coming at Honda, I mean, and he was at the bar. He took, hey, took the guy's gun, gave it to the Gave it back to him and said, I'm Billy the Kid. And, yeah. And then he goes, yeah, this was like right out of like gun Yeah, so they used to, if you if you own a revolver, you usually keep the next one chamberless. So just because there's no safeties on them usually. Right. Especially back then, there was no yeah, safeties. So yeah, so you get five. Yeah. And he's making sure, like, it wasn't the next one, but the next one. So he wouldn't think it would be the next one. So, and then the guy took a shot at him and he killed him. And that was an amazing one. This reminds me of uh, Starsky and Hutch. You ever see Starsky and Hutch? Where he thinks he's doing a blank chamber bit, but he's not. And so he, uh, in the we're talking like 70s TV show? I'm talking Ben Hutch? Stiller. Oh, okay. I love Owen Wilson. I love everything Owen Wilson ever did. I love I'm Behind Enemy Lines. I love all of it. Yeah, I have to watch Behind Enemy Lines this week so I can keep up with the Friendly Fire podcast. I would say if you have any more interest in whether Billy or the kid survived or not there was a show called decoded by brad Meltzer, oh, and they just an entire episode <laughs> on, on, just, this, on, yeah, on, the two on this topic yeah, yeah. what was Kate their conclusion really a lot of his conclusions are inconclusive <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did like this i always enjoyed the show though because they delved into mysteries and like history. that and gave facts on both sides yeah. and kind of leave it up to you to make a decision the interesting point about that was they actually took the one known picture you can go look it up as one known verified picture of Billy the kid they took that picture, and then used modern technology to age to age somebody based upon that picture using modern technology to give you a facsimile what he would supposedly look like today to use as or or seventy years in the future. And then they took this guy Wild Bill or Billy Brush or whatever Billy Brush whatever his name was his actual picture, and they tried to like use facial recognition points on this. Doing that, he wasn't Billy the Kid. <laughs> Billy yeah. Kid had like these big ears, his nose, like and a small jaw, like these things. Even aging him, they couldn't quite say that that guy. They would say that that guy. Would, if they if it was modern day, they would rule this guy out as being Billy the Kid. Yeah, if anything, your ears get yeah. bigger. Yeah, so your ears definitely don't get smaller. But, but his also he had a weird little thing where his ears stuck out, like kind of like like they came out like Dumbo was the whole thing. All right, one more note on this minute. Uh, the rose is off, the bloom oh. is off the rose. Keanu oh, Reeves has acne geez. scars on his face. I thought he was the perfect male, but he's not. He's like a, the rest of us. Mm. I mean, he's t- he's in his teens, right? He's not in his teens, early 20s. Yeah, either way, I mean, I still, I still get acne for fuck's sake, you know? Yeah, N- not much. I did back in the day. I had tons of acne back I was on Accutane and all that shit. But yeah, like... Right, break. They didn't have those drugs and all that stuff today. Accutane doesn't really work anyway. I think they just the make you wait it out. The other one that's on TV. I think they're just like, they're like we're, we're trying our best. <laughs> and they're like, this is all we got. You have to go get blood tests and shit every 30 days for it. Right? So make sure you're not dying. Yeah, so I, I feel like that's a scam. Nothing really works, except whatever Jessica Simpson used to advertise, that works too. And at the end, there's a non-shuffle shuffle. That's about all I got on this minute. Anything else? You're looking up something diligently. What are you looking up? Acne scars? No. Keanu's dick size? Yeah. It's big. Uh, What do you think, Royal Ugly Dude? How big is his wang? 
Keanu? I mean, he's a guy that he could buy almost alone. And, you know, I'm saying he's an average male. He's a giving lover, too. Yeah, he's I, an average male. I think he's going down. I think town. he's probably six inches hard, seven, maybe seven. Yeah, maybe. he'll eat an ass, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, because he's a giver. I think yeah. he's a giver. I really feel like he goes down more than he gets going down on, right? He's giving more than he's getting back. He guarantees multiple orgasms, I think. I think he's going to give an orgasm. He's going to he's going to go down on a girl until he gives her an orgasm, and then he's going to give one uh, VIP or uh, PIV sex too. Like he's gonna he's gonna throw both down. So anyway, and with that, be excellent to each other. <laughs> Party on, dudes! Virginia Rode a boy with a six gun in his hand And his daring life of crime Made him a legend in his time East and west of the Rio Grande Well he started Billy the Kid. 